Okay, I have a question for you. Do you have mom goals? <laughs> I'm not talking about mom goals that are rooted in comparison or looking at someone else's life, but mom goals for yourself. Do you think about what you want your kids to say about you when this is all said and done, when they're grown and you're done raising them and this intense chapter of your life is closed? Do you think about what you want them to look back and say about you? Because if not, you should. And we're going to talk all about it today. So let's get into it. Hey mama, I'm Jenna and you're listening to the Joy Filled Podcast. I'm here to help stay-at-home moms thrive by equipping you with tools to help you acknowledge and embrace your season and encourage you to bring joy back into your motherhood. You'll walk away with everything you need to truly experience the fullness of joy in this beautiful season of raising babies at home. So reheat or refill wherever you're at in your day, (laughs) your coffee, and let's live joy-filled together. Alrighty, mom goals. Let's talk about it. One of the hardest things about motherhood and having a good perspective is getting caught up in the little things and really failing to keep the big picture at top of mind. It's just so easy, and I know you can relate to this. It's so easy to let all the little frustrations and annoyances and grievances and little, all the just the little things really consume your mind. For example, things like you can't get your baby to sleep longer than two hour stretches, and it just feels like this is the most, like they're never, ever, ever going to sleep again, and I'm just so exhausted and tired and sleep deprived, and why can't this baby sleep? And it's just... I'm so overwhelmed by it, you know, and it just feels so huge when in the whole scheme of things, that is such a short season, it's such a small season, it's such a short time where they're not sleeping that much, but it, in the moment, feels huge. Or your toddler potty trained and then regressed and is now peeing their underwear every 10 minutes. (laughs) That it feels so frustrating and so just honestly annoying, if we're being honest. And because you spent so much time potty training and you thought they had it down, but now they, you know, they're they're back to being in their underwear. And then you're like, do I need do we need to go back to diapers? Do we need to ride this out? What is going on? Why can't you just you know how to do this? Why can't you just do this? And it just it it's overwhelming. And it It feels consuming and it feels so big when that is a small thing. Another example of this is, can you tell I am speaking from life experience here a little bit? Uh, Your three-year-old has learned your buttons and likes to push them. (laughs) And it just feels so frustrating and you just wish that they could just listen when you say, to stop pulling your hair or stop taking their pants off or whatever it is. And it feels like that's everything when it's such a small thing. Do you get what I mean? We really, we start going through the motions of this season of life and all these little things that are we know are little, but we can't help but just get overwhelmed and consumed by them. They all start to add up 
And then it's very easy to lose sight of the bigger picture, the eternal picture. And as Christians, we want to always be living with eternity in mind, whether that's in motherhood, whether that's in our relationships, you know, our relationship with our spouse, in what we consume, in our work, whatever we're doing, it's just a good rule of thumb to be living with eternity in mind and having an eternal perspective. Um, I, you know, I've heard it said, if it doesn't matter in eternity, it doesn't matter. And I think that that's a good way to look at things. And in motherhood, there are many, many, many little things, many little grievances, um, little worries, little things that really cause you and I to feel weighed down and even get angry to, you know, lose our patience and feel anxious, feel, and maybe even more than just feeling anxious, but cause us to struggle with anxiety, all these worries and all the things coming at us from every angle um, can even cause us to just mentally check out because this season is so taxing. Speaking from somebody who is in it with you, I am not, I want to be clear, I want you to know, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I am not like speaking from the other side. You know, a lot of times, and I I think there's wisdom in that, a lot of times it's easy for us to wait and speak on something when we're on the other side of it, but I felt God specifically ask me to do this while I'm in it, while I'm in the middle of it, because there's a unique perspective when you're in the middle, and I don't claim to know all the things, but I'm just a vessel, and I feel like God teaches me things and then he asks me to share it with you. And that's that's what I'm doing on this podcast. So I want you to know I'm in it with you. I have a five-month-old, a two-year-old, and a three-year-old. I am in it with you. And I know that this season is very taxing and very all-consuming. But if we do not keep the big picture in mind... As we are dealing with the day-to-day things, this is something that the Lord is teaching me right now. If I do not keep the big picture, if you do not keep the big picture in mind as you're dealing with the day-to-day things, the day-to-day, you know, annoyances, grievances, frustrations, conflicts, situations, you will look back one day and feel like you missed it. You will feel like you missed your chance. You didn't give your kids the attention and love they deserved. You know, you should have done this. You should have done that. You'll be the mom who looks back and has regret. You'll be the mom who looks back and, you know, wishes that she could just do it over again because, I, you know, I would do it differently this way. I would, I would enjoy it more and I would, I would snuggle my baby instead of, you know, wishing they would sleep because now they don't even want to sit in my lap or, you know, I wouldn't care so much that my child wasn't sleeping through the night. I I wouldn't be so focused on the little things. You would be that mom that looks back and has regret and you don't want to be her. You don't want to be the mom who has regret. You don't want to be, I know, I I know that if you're here, you don't want to be that mom. You don't want to be that mom who can't enjoy the season that her kids are currently in because you're constantly looking back with regret and guilt and and wishing that you could do, you know, the past season over again. 
You want to be the mom who showed up with intentionality, with purpose for every season of your kids' lives. From the newborn stage to adulthood, you want to be able to say that you showed up and you were present and you were intentional and you had joy and you had peace and you gave it everything you had. That is how you don't have regret when this is all done. That's how you make the most of every season is you show up with purpose and you show up and be present and you show up with intention for every season of your kids' lives and you you enjoy it and you have joy even in the hard and you have peace even in the overwhelming. That's how we don't look back. We don't be that mom. We all know her. We all know someone who, who you know, is way, way done having kids and still has baby fever and still wishes she could go back to, and she's always talking about, oh, I wish I could go back to when my kids were young. But yet she has kids in, you know, in an awesome season of life, go, entering into adulthood, and she should be present for that season, but she can't get over the past season because she feels like she needs to go back and do it again. We don't want to, we don't want to be that mom. You want to be the mom who showed up with intention. But... <laughs> How does this play out practically, right? Like, like it's good and dandy and it's a good idea, but how? How do I, how do we actually do this? That, I'm sure, is what's going through your head right now. Like, yeah, Jenna, this all sounds great and this sounds like a really great idea, but how? How do we do this? How do we show up with intentionality every single day? How do we show up and be present every single day? How do we not live with regret at all? And... Here's how. You're going to set some mom goals. <laughs> and then it's not what it sounds like. So you know how in a conversation, people will say things like, oh yeah, when we were kids, our mom always did X, Y, Z. And, and it sticks with you. And so you're going to use that idea. And then you're going to write the things down that you want your kids to say about you and about their childhood when they're grown. And you're going to keep them somewhere where you can see them and revisit them often. So you're going to use the idea of, oh yeah, when we were kids, our mom always did fill in the blank. But instead, you're going to write down the things that you want your kids to say about you. So that way, when you're frustrated or annoyed or, you, you know, there's conflict or you're just having a day or there's a situation and it's just you're butting heads, before you explode... <laughs> before you lose your temper, you can go back to your mom goals and say, I want my kids to say that I was patient. So I'm going to choose to be patient now. Because for them to grow up, for someone to grow up and say and look back to a memory that they had when they were a kid and for, for someone to grow up and say that a characteristic about you as a mom, that you were patient, that you were steady, that you led with grace, that you love to have dance parties with them, I don't know. It has to be repeated over and over again. There has to be evidence in their memory that you frequently were that, that you showed up as that, as patient, as steady, as leading with grace, as always having dance parties. You know, does that make sense? So, if we want our kids to say, fill in the blank about us, then we should be actively being that now. 
Because what we do now, what we do in the small moments, what we do in this season now, that's what's going to stay with them and go with them as they grow up. And that's what they're going to look back as. And so keeping this kind of future idea in our heads as, you know, we all have ideas of what we want to be and who we want to be, but keeping it actually written out of here are the things I want my kids to say about me. That allows us to to keep that big picture, eternal perspective of things at the forefront of our mind. That You know, this is something that I, I do daily, which is why I'm sharing it with you. And it's helped me so much because I have a very headstrong three-year-old and I am also stubborn. And, you know, that can make for some dicey situations. You know, he's almost four. He's learning autonomy and he's, you know, learning how to assert himself. And I am proud that I am raising a leader who is not easily swayed (laughs) and he's a nonconformist. But that can make for some really um, difficult situations, if you know what I'm saying. And it can get really tempting for me to just lose my cool and explode. Sometimes it feels easier. Like that's the easier option is just to yell and just to like scream. But then in those situations, I come back to this mom goal that I've written down of I want my kids to say that I was always steady. I want I want my son to be able to say, mom, you were always a steady place for me when I was when I didn't know what to do with my emo- with my emotions, you know, they might not say it in that way, but when I didn't know how to handle myself, you were always steady. You were always somebody that I could go to. And so then when I come back to that, I go, well, maybe, maybe exploding, maybe losing my temper, maybe yelling, maybe that's not the best thing right now. If I want him to know that I'm always here and I'm always steady and, you know, I'm, I'm patient, what, what's the best thing for me to do right now? So it takes your focus off of the current frustration and the current situation and it puts it back on the big picture of this is who I want to be. This is what I want my kids to say about me. Does that make sense? So today, sit down, set some mom goals. What do you want your kids to say about you? It can be anything. What do you want your kids to look back and say, about you when they're grown. You know, mine are a range of things from I want my I want my kids to say that whenever we were fighting, our mom would turn on music and make us have a dance party. Like that's one thing that I try to do and I need to now recording this. I'm like, yeah, I need to do that more. Um, but that's one thing that I really want my kids to say and look back on fondly and and maybe even take into their parenting of this was something that was always that always worked. You know, whenever we were fighting, whenever things were tense, she would turn on music and make us have a dance party and everything. It would kind of just loosen up the tension. There are my minor range of things like that, very lighthearted and fun, to I want my kids to say that I was always patient. I want my kids to say that I always made them feel important. I want my kids to say that I always spoke highly of them. I want my kids to say that I always pointed them to Jesus. And I want my kids to say that, you know, I read my Bible in the morning. And I, I want them to look back and say, yeah, I remember my mom 
even, you know, no matter what we were doing, whether we were watching TV or playing or, you know, whatever we were doing, in the morning, she would make her coffee and she would read her Bible. And that was the first thing she would do. That's what I want my kids to say about me. And so if I'm not doing that, my kids aren't going to say that about me. If I'm not patient, my kids aren't going to say that I was patient. If I'm not steady and leading with grace, my kids aren't going to say that about me. And, you know, this is this is a practice. It's a, it's a practice for us to keep the big picture in mind. Obviously, your kids may not actually, when they grow up, they may not actually say these things out loud. But the hope is that when we keep our focus on the big picture and these these big things, then in the little day-to-day moments, it just helps us be better and it helps us, you know, be the best mom that we can be and be the mom that I know that you and I, I know that we we strive to be. So, I'm really excited for you to make your own list of mom goals. Uh, Like I said, this is something that I do and I practice in my day-to-day life, and it's very helpful for me, Uh, and I can't wait to hear yours. I can't wait to hear what your mom goals are. Um, I can't wait to possibly steal some from you because y'all are amazing, and I'm sure you'll have things written down that I'm like, yeah, I need to be that too. (laughs) If you are not already in our joy-filled community group, by the way, I want you to join through the link in the show notes and then go post in there and tell us what your mom goals are. If you're already in the group, go post your mom goals, make your mom goals, and then post them in the group. And if you're not in there already, join through the link in the show notes. It's a free group. It's a group for us to just connect and hang out and for me to share encouragement with you on a more personal level. So go share your mom goals in there. I'm excited for you to make some mom goals and really just start keeping the big picture at the forefront of your mind, keeping the eternal perspective. Who do you want to be? Who do you want your kids to say you were? Who is God asking you to be? What kind of mom is God asking you to be? I'm excited for you to get some things, this practical practice for you to be the mom that I know you can be and that I know you want to be. So I'm going to pray with you real quick before we go. God, I thank you for my sister. I thank you for the worthy and wonderful work that she is doing in her home. I pray that she would feel seen and known by you, that she would remember and never forget that this work is, it's hard, but it is so good and it is so worthy and she is so valued in the kingdom that she would always remember that she is doing kingdom work by being home with her kids and caring for her home and raising a family. This is kingdom work that she is doing. I pray that she would hold on to an eternal perspective in the day-to-day moments, in the times when it can be overwhelming and frustrating. I pray that you would help her hold on to an eternal perspective and that uh, you would just shift our focus, that we would focus on whatever is good and lovely and noble, that we would think on such things about our kids, about our home, about our family. I thank you and I pray blessing over her in Jesus' name. Amen.
If you found value in today's episode, the best way to thank me is by going to Apple Podcasts and leaving a written review. This helps me stay encouraged, but it also pushes this podcast out to more mamas that desperately need to hear about the joy and purpose that is readily available to them. So thank you in advance for being a part of this community and helping me get this message out to as many people as possible. You mean so much to me and I can't wait to chat with you next week.